There are a lot of people out here that will tell you that they are experts in something and they will give you advice on how to do things based on what they've read from other people. Have they actually done it? Have they done something before you that they could teach you from? When it comes to selecting a teacher or selecting someone to mentor you or selecting someone to give you advice, wins, credentials, and experience matter. They matter. Welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all entrepreneurs. I'm Lindsay Teague Moreno, your host, author of Getting Noticed, a book about how to grow your business through social media. You can find more information about me and how to grow your business further by visiting my home on the World Wide Web, lindsayteaguemoreno.com. Welcome back, you guys. I'm so excited to have you back this week at the Boss Up Podcast. We are going to be talking about something that I see a lot of entrepreneurs do, and it's not something that I think helps their business. So we're calling the episode today, Stop Doing That. (laughs) And what that is, is doing what everyone else is doing. If you've seen it before, if everyone and their mother is doing it, stop doing that. (laughs) Before we get there, And before I'm sure I offend every single one of you at least once, I want to talk about today's wine. (laughs) Today we are drinking one of my favorites. It's an amazing wine. It is out of California and it's the Stag's Leap Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm drinking the 2014. It's a really good wine. It's not super cheap. So just beware of that. I like to tell you guys when we're drinking a really expensive one, it's not super expensive. Like you're not going to die, but it's not like your $20 bottle of wine. Okay. So Stag's Leap 2014. I love this wine. It is so good. It's a nice, smooth Cabernet, really good with a red meat, or if you're going to be grilling out, I love it. It's nice with a really nice dinner. However you have it, you got to give it a try. Super yummy. Okay. Let's jump right into today's topic. We're gonna talk about ways to stop doing what everyone else is doing. I find a lot of entrepreneurs will start to watch other entrepreneurs, which I think is awesome. I watch other entrepreneurs all the time and I can create amazing ideas and information based off of what they do. I can be inspired by them. I can be ready to do something new and different because they went first and did something and it has allowed me to create something along the way. I love being inspired by amazing entrepreneurs. There is such good information out there and it's all at our fingertips with social media. People are being so transparent and open with the things that they're doing that are working and I love that. I can take that information then and create it for my business. But a lot of times what I see is instead of taking that information and be inspired by it and make it our own, we take that information and do exactly that. It's almost like a copy of something that someone else is doing. And I just don't think that's the best way. If everyone else is doing it, that's not going to portray this original, fresh, unique feel from you. And what customers really want is something that is new and fresh and different. And they want that from you. So I'm going to give you guys five ways to create or attract customers without having to do what everybody else is doing. This is a way to make sure that your brand is coming across as unique that it's all yours, that it's from you, that you have been inspired by really great people, but this is something that only you possess. So here's the first one. Number one is to find a need and fill it. What is the need? When I was thinking about my brand, I noticed that there was a need for mompreneurs, for uh, an education platform, for information to be given to entrepreneurs who are also mothers. I decided to try to fill that need 
for other mompreneurs. There was just a lot out there for people that don't have kids or for young people, but I didn't see anything that was specifically geared towards women that have this unique situation at home where not only are they stay-at-home moms and charged with raising their children and doing one of the most important and difficult tasks ever to be given to a human being, but on top of that, they also want to grow a business. They have a need to do that. They have a desire to do that. And I want to harness that. I want to make sure that I'm giving everything I can to these people. That doesn't mean I don't attract people that are outside of that. There are a lot of you listening today that don't have kids, maybe yet, maybe ever. But that's still who I want to serve. I found a need there and I decided I would do everything I could to fill that need. I'm going to give them everything I can so that they can make entrepreneurship viable. So I want you guys to think, who is your target market and what is their need? What is it that they need? What is not being filled for them? How can you fill that? What can you bring them? What can you teach them? What do you have? There's a lot of people that will ask me, I don't know what my target market is. Well, what can you teach people? What are you good at that you can provide to others? That's your target market. I am decent at talking about motherhood and talking about entrepreneurship and how to combine the two. So that is my target market. So think about it. What need does your target market have and how can you fill that? One thing that I like to see entrepreneurs do is to come up with a list of the 10 things that you do differently. Why is working with you different than working with your competition? We all have competition. Competition is great. Uh, We need competition. I firmly believe that. What are the 10 things that you do differently than your competition? And then what I want you to do is just tell people. Look, I have a list of about 10 things that I do really different than most entrepreneurs or most photographers or most Etsy sellers or most direct sales agents, whatever it is that you do. There are about 10 things that I do really different. Here are the two that I think would be really good for you to know. And you say this based off of them telling you already what their felt need is. And then you you basically are creating a conversation or connection with them over something that you do differently. I had a salesperson come to me just today, right before I started to uh, create this podcast. And he walked in, he was really a nice guy. Um, We had a really good conversation. It was easy. He was kind of telling me about his product. And then what he said was like, look, there's a ton of ways that we're different from our competition. Here are a few that I think are really great and make us stand out from the rest. And the reason that you're going to pay more. If your product is priced right, it will definitely not be the lowest. Right? And so here are the reasons that you will pay more with us and why I think that's justified. I thought that was a great sales pitch. I already want to buy from him, even though I know he's more expensive than the competition and the competition hasn't even been here yet to see me. I love that. So think about that. Here are the things that I do different and why they're going to affect you. Number two, don't judge your ideas. You need to ask other people for feedback on your ideas. If you've got an idea for something new, That's awesome. Ruminate on it. Think about it. Write it out. Brainstorm about it. Write all of the reasons that this could work for you. All of the needs that you could meet with this great idea. Then what I want you to do is to take your idea to people that have been doing what you do longer and ask them, is this a good idea? Is this going to work? A lot of times I'll have people that'll ask me questions about ideas that they have and they'll be way overcomplicated or they're trying to focus too narrowly on a a small segment of people. And I'm afraid to tell them the truth about their product, at least how I see it, because I'm afraid they're not going to take the feedback. So the most important part of that is to ask for the feedback and then take the criticism. 
It's not a slap in your face. They're trying to help you think bigger or do better or reiterate it in a different way, right? Think of a new way to use this idea so that it will work when you hit the market rather than waste your time and money and then it falls flat when you start. Don't be afraid to go and ask people that have come before you, hey, will this idea work? What do you think? And then take their constructive criticism. Number three, make current ideas new by reordering them or reinventing them. So take something that you've seen a lot of people do that's working right now. You're seeing a lot of people do this one thing and it's working. It seems to be working, but everybody's doing the same thing. How can you reorder that or rearrange it or represent it so that it's different? It's the same idea, but presented in a new way. I think that's real creativity right now is how to rearrange something that's already been done. There's a lot of people that will tell you there's no original ideas anymore. And I agree with that. You are charged with rearranging an idea that's already been done and then putting it out there for people. So think through how you might be able to twist something, flip it on its ear, do it different, make it look different. Be the crisscross of (laughs) business ideas. Wear your clothes backwards. Do whatever you have to do to make it different so that it stands out and it's all your own. Number four, avoid the bandwagon by challenging everything that everyone else is doing. What is it that you see everyone else doing? Challenge that. Is it really that great? Is that what people want to see right now? Is that what's actually selling people or is it something else? Challenge everything that you see. Don't just take for granted, this person knows what they're doing, everyone's doing it, so I'm going to do it too. Maybe it doesn't fit with your brand. Maybe it doesn't fit with who you are and what you like. You got to do the things that you like. So really, really think about challenging what you see that everyone else is doing because I promise you that thing that everyone's doing will eventually go out and you're going to be left with that thing that's out now. If you see it on a bandwagon, that means that it's already been done. How can you forecast into the future? How can you make this different so that it doesn't go out when the bandwagon thing goes out, whatever it is? For example, let's say that everything that you're looking at right now has this real hipster shabby feel to it. And that's just not who you are. Uh, It would be difficult for you to totally change gears and make everything that you do about this new look that everyone's doing when it's really not part of you. I would rather see you take a little bit of the essence of that, but then combine it with the style that you already have. For me, that's bright colors and pops of metallics and really happy, fun stuff. So for me to do this total hipster feel would be weird. It wouldn't connect with my audience like it should. Does that make sense? So make sure that you are challenging what everyone else is doing. Number five, be discerning about who you let teach you. (laughs) That includes me if it needs to. Be discerning about who you let teach you. There are a lot of people out here that will tell you that they are experts in something and they will give you advice on how to do things based on what they've read from other people. Have they actually done it? Have they done something before you that they could teach you from? When it comes to selecting a teacher or selecting someone to mentor you or selecting someone to give you advice, wins, credentials, and experience matter. They matter. You must be discerning about who you let teach. 
Do you guys follow Chris Ducker at all? He is a really good entrepreneur and speaker. I love him on Instagram. If you don't follow him, I highly recommend him. He's got some great little tidbits, but he had a quote the other day that I loved. It said, beware of who you're learning from and investing in your future with. There are far too many people online calling themselves entrepreneurs or business experts who have never built any real business with real teams and real clients and real premises and real projections and real profits and loss statements. Stop the madness. <laughs> I have to agree with him. You guys, you need to be really concerned with what have the people I'm learning from actually done. If you are taking advice from someone who has not done what they are teaching you to do, probably not the right place to be looking. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> if you're looking for someone to teach you about how to grow a business, make sure that the people you're taking advice from have grown a business before. If you're looking for someone to teach you how to take amazing photographs, make sure that the person that's teaching you can take amazing photographs, right? There are tons of people that will sell you anything. Look into their background. Wins, credentials, and experience matter. All right, you guys, here are those five things again. Number one, find a need and fill it. Number two, don't judge your own ideas. Ask others and take criticism. Number three, make current ideas new by reordering them or reinventing them. Number four, avoid the bandwagon by challenging everything that everyone else is doing. And number five, be discerning about who you let teach you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked what you heard, please check out the other episodes of the Boss Up Podcast. You can find them on iTunes or the Google Play Store. And if you really liked what you heard today, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you guys. Let me know what you'd like, what you'd like to hear more of. I would love to communicate with you guys that way. Thank you so much for listening. Today's Boss Up Podcast is brought to you by every mother's refusal to get another car seat for their kid, even though they are legit sitting on the dirtiest thing they've ever owned and never washed. Cheers.